Hey everyone, and welcome back to Be You with Be You. In this episode, Brian was asked what life experience helped catapult him into success. Keep listening to check out his answer. You talked about how you had to face some challenges to get where you are today. So do you have a life experience that maybe not when you were super successful at it, but when you were starting out, was there a life experience that pushed you over the top to for you to get to where you are today? Like, was there, you know, you're sitting around, everyone's kind of beating you up about it, you're in debt. How did you get over that? How did you go to that next step? Just kept doing it. I, and I know that sounds very like, oh, well, no, I just I just had to keep, I had to have some, someone believed in me more than I believed in myself at that time. This was seven years ago. But I mean, I was forged. I mean, I, I have had a lot of experiences um, just in life, right? I think athletics built a solid foundation of knowing, you know, how to gracefully win, but how to gracefully lose, how you win, how you learn through the losses. You get better through the losses. You don't get better through the wins. One of the biggest things when you, you brought that up was, you know, one of my biggest crutches in life was my dad and because he always had my back. So I always knew that I had that safety net, which enabled me is I didn't go all in on things because I knew if I failed, I had him. And when I really became a man was when him and I got in, a, you know, a, a, an argument, a disagreement, and, you know, screw you, screw you. I ain't never fucking talking to him again. And he was, my dad was my hero. I didn't talk to him for two years. And um, I was broke, didn't have a car, didn't know how I was going to do it. But I just knew I was going to do it. I just had this unwavering faith or belief, and that you have to build that. That comes internal. That that that's work on yourself. And but you get to choose what you believe. I made the choice. I was going to figure it out, and I did. In those two years, that's when I truly believed that I became a man. That I learned to fly. There's not anyone that's really achieved a high level that hasn't had to overcome something. And I think that the more people have to overcome, you know, they get a choice. They use that trauma to create. PTSD, or they use that trauma to create something that is transform. It's a, it's a transformation, you know, because of it. And you know, if you take a look at some of the most influential people in the world, whether it's Martin Luther King, whether it's Nelson Mandela, those individuals overcome some of the mo- greatest setbacks in the world. Like if you, well, how did they do it? Well, they controlled what they thought about it and, and the meaning that they gave it. Right, Nelson Mandela controlled the meaning he was given it when he was imprisoned and what he was going to do with that. So I think that uh, one of my greatest fears right now sitting here is being a father. Like I literally played the song, I wish you pain to my son yesterday because I'm wanting him to know that you have to have pain. You have to have struggles in order, I think, to become powerful Otherwise, you can't relate to the world like like that. The the wisdom, the strength, is in the battle. It's not. It's in the overcoming to become. And so many people steer away from that because it becomes uncomfortable. And I know it sounds cliche based on everything that you read, but it's the truth. And there's not one person in here that's not going through a fight right now today. I don't care what it looks like. Every single person in here is going through something. They are. You're going through something. I don't know what it is. You might be going through a lot of shit. And I think the the ability just to know that you you were born to be great, you were destined for greatness, you have the choice to choose. And I can tell you, the people that have the most scars, you know, they're not broken, they're it's wounds. They probably have the most to offer other people. 
And uh, once you realize that, then, you know, there's a level of confidence when you're going through something, you know, you're going to get on the other side. But like, how do you thrive? You thrive by realizing surviving those things gives you the ability to thrive, right? And to grow. But when you stop and you let that define you, then then you don't move forward. And I could have. But what happens is when you start forging this confidence and this, this self-reliance and this ability to have faith and not be concerned that the perception that people are having around you, that's the, the number one thing I think that I didn't understand in my 20s and maybe even 30s is like I thought, you know, I was more worried about what other people thought about me than just being me. And the reality of it is that they're too busy worrying about themselves. Most people you think are thinking about you, they're not fucking thinking about you. And if they're gossiping about you, it's because they're jealous of something or, you know, they're using it for their own self-entitlement. But that won't last very long. I'm still overcoming things right now as we sit here. Like there's, and I know that I'm going to get stronger because of it. Doesn't mean it's not fucking hell. Doesn't mean it doesn't hurt. Doesn't mean that it's not a struggle. I mean, shit, that would be a lie. You know, it doesn't mean that there's not doubt. If there's anyone in here that says that they haven't doubted themselves or doubted what they're doing, at some point they're a fucking liar. I, I just, I wouldn't even spend time with them. You know, and some of these fucking gurus, I know them all. Like I, I know all, I'm one degree separation from everyone you see that's a guru on the internet. And I just think half of them are so full of shit, they've gotten into buying into their own bullshit. Like, if they get down to the real story, the real story is the most powerful. Because I know for a fact that you can't ultimately thrive in any business as an entrepreneur unless you learn who you are and you have the right mindset and you have the right heart set. And you you have to grow yourself first. And as you grow, so will everything else. You know, as you grow, your your pocketbook will grow. Why? Because as you grow, you have more to offer, more to give, and the ability to give it. Like everyone has a lot to give, but sometimes we don't have the ability to give it and you can't give what you don't have. Well, if you don't have the awareness that you have something to give, how can you give anything to the world or to someone else, right? Or give it to yourself. For some of us, we just need to give ourselves the grace to be able to wake up every day and go do something productive. That's the reality. Half this room is probably in a chronic state I'm just saying this based on statistics of hypnotic depression. They're just going through the fucking routine of surviving. And then that becomes miserable. Just does. And if I can jolt one of you, I don't cut, I cuss normally. So that's who I am. But some of it, sometimes we need to fucking wake up, like shake the shit out of yourself and be like, what? And then once you become awake, then you can stand up for what you want, what you want to believe in and start moving towards it. Because it's going to happen. Life is going to get a hold of you. And the minute that you have something fucking figured out, life's going to throw something else at you. And you're like, holy shit. But it won't ever give you something that you don't have the ability to get through and to overcome. You know, and sometimes we need a tribe to help us with that. So be careful of the tribe. Be careful of the people you're hanging around. Be careful of your environment. You know, all those things affect how you operate. I think it's powerful to hear somebody so successful, though, admit that they've had to overcome a lot to get to where they are and that it wasn't just you know you snapped your fingers and boom you got the coolest cars out there I've ever seen (laughs) Um, so your answer was actually extremely powerful and I feel like for me um, where I came from and where I'm at today and where I want to go it's just like a lot of insight to like we all start at the same place I would even say, I'm going to be careful with how I word this, but I do believe this. I believe the people that have to overcome the most end up becoming the most successful. That's why my biggest fear is how I'm raising my kids. Like, what the fuck am I doing to them? Like, 
they never like they have flown commercial, but they didn't remember it. And then last year I was going through a divorce. And then they flew commercial with their mom, and they were like, we didn't like that. We had to wear masks. There's other people on the plane. I'm like, holy shit. Like, we go to Disney, and it's all backstage passes. Like, they, like we drive from, from park to park and go in the back. We go backstage, and then we go to the front of every line. We have a tour guide. And I'm like, can you imagine when they get to their teenagers and they go with their friend's family, and they have to wait in, like, a, an hour and a half line? I mean, they are going to be like, fuck this. Like... <laughs> You know, but my point is, is like, so how do I instill this level of work ethic in them that was instilled in me and learning where it comes from and learning that, you know, I t I've talked about this several times lately. When I interviewed Kevin Hart, we had similar stories. And he said he had to look at his kids and say, look, just because your dad has it doesn't mean you have it. You know, whatever it has, when you, when you see someone with it, you see someone that's overcome a lot. They put a lot into it. And he said, just because your dad has it, you get to live because dad had it, but you got to go develop your own it, is what he told his kids. And his it was, you know, going from Philly to New York and waiting outside the comedy club for six hours to get in just to watch, you know, Eddie Murphy to learn. The X's and the O's are easy to teach, right? But it's what's inside someone's heart that counts. And they haven't made a device known to man to measure what's in somebody's heart. Only you know it, but you know it's fucking great. And here's how you know it's great. I've said this over and over. Because when you see something that gives you chills, whether it's, you know, Carrie Shrug going up for, you know, in the Olympics back in the 90s and, you know, she hobbles her leg and they needed to have her score to win and they said she could break her leg and they thought she was out and they were, United States were lost. She gets up and she goes and does it again and hits a perfect 10 and then just fucking collapses. Literally could have... And everyone went fucking nuts. They didn't go nuts because of the 10. They went nuts because they saw greatness. They saw someone with heart that was willing to overcome against all the odds to do it. And when we see that and we feel that, you can't feel it unless it's in you. And it, it's different for everyone. It's different for everyone. But find so you hear people talk about your passion. Well, how do I find my passion? Whatever lights you the fuck up. Like whatever lights you up that makes you just want to go and be yourself, that is your passion. My passion just came because I realized along this course of my life that I get more out of becoming more of who I am and learning from all my mistakes, right? Learning from, you know, my business mistakes to not being a great husband to doing whatever. Like, I learned from that shit, and I'm proud of it. And it makes me who I am, but when I give it back, I realize that, I'm also relating to other people. And so if I can touch one person, that's the most fulfilling thing. It's like a drug for me. It's more important than any of the cards. I, I, I'm not attached to anything. I'm not. I'm not attached to one single thing material-wise. Just not. I like them. I mean, I'm almost like, when I get depressed, I buy cars. I used to buy shoes. Like, you know, so if I'm buying a lot of cars, you know, fucking Brian's going through something. It's my escape. But, but it's... Um, but I don't buy the cars to show off or on social media. It's just something that I like doing, right? But that, I'm not attached to any of those things. That, that doesn't make me who I am. I, I think money is really important. And for those that say it's not, we'll hand it over. But money doesn't make you who you are, right? Money doesn't make the man the man. The man makes the money. And I think that it's so important that, you know, but I'd rather have it than not. I've been with it and without it. Right. So I, I wanted to be able to take my passion and something I believed in that I could do 
and be able to get rewarded financially for it, but at the same time be fulfilled. I mean, I looked into preaching back 20 years ago when I had a business project go south. I was like, do I really want to do this stuff anymore, like network marketing? Because emotionally, <laughs> you put your hopes on the line, and when that goes down, man, it hurts. But, like, what are you going to do, not risk it again? Like, it's like love. Like, I mean, could you imagine, like, trying to protect your heart for your entire life? Like, heartaches are one of the worst things in the world. But, like, going through life and dying without ever opening up and like just risking it. Like, could you imagine? I, I can't imagine that. Like that to me is death. That is miserable. That's jail. You know, the truth is undefeated. It's just a lot of times we don't want to identify our own truths. So um, this business is so much more than a business. Cause I believe if you put all of it, if you throw, if you go all in and you put everything that you have into it, that investment that you make into it, you're going to get back 10 times what you put into it. Thanks for listening to this episode of BU with BU. Please rate, review, and subscribe. For more content from Brian, connect with him on social at Brian Undy or shoot him a text at 502-221-9798. You can also visit his website, brianunderwood.com.